Lead Generation Strategies for B2B Tech Companies, a podcast by Brightvision. Here, you will learn how to generate great leads from the most experienced B2B sales and marketing people. Your host today, and always, is Jakob Levenbrand, CEO at Brightvision. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the B2B Legion podcast for tech companies. My name is Jacob Lovenbrand. I'm the Managing Director of Bright Vision as well as host of this podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about uncovering the truth of ABM strategies in Europe with Leanne Cheska, Senior Manager Field Marketing EMEA at Demandbase. So, and, so it will be ABM on the topic and Leanne is not first time with us. Uh, she has been with us on the podcast before as well as our virtual events and uh, we're looking forward to continue the dialogue uh, and uh, doing that with uh, an ABM expert so with that short introduction welcome to today's podcast Leanne. Thanks for having me and glad to be back again. Yeah so good to have you with us. It's been a little while since you were with us last time so what's up uh, nowadays what do you do and uh, you know what's going on in your life at the moment? Yeah, so um, as you said, I, I head up um, EMEA Marketing at Demandbase. So I've been at Demandbase almost six years now, which is crazy. I don't know where the time's gone. Um, but my role is um, really focusing on account-based marketing, growth marketing, revenue marketing, demand generation and, and sales and marketing alignment. Um, and I do a lot of sessions um, with our customers and prospective customers around um, really helping sales and marketing teams go to market in a smarter way. So sharing best practices for what good account-based principles look like um, from some of our other customers, what we ourselves at Demandbase do as well. Um, and I'm also a network ambassador for the Women in B2B Network. Um, and that's a vibrant community for professional women to connect, um, contribute and grow together. Awesome, so interesting. I didn't know about that network, so cool. Uh, and uh, I'm sure most of our listeners know about demand base and what you do and so forth. But for those who have, for some reason, missed missed out on demand base, can you please briefly explain what's it about? Yeah, I think it's good to do a recap because things change. Uh, we've definitely changed a lot in the past two years. We've made several acquisitions in that time and and um, released a whole new platform, demand base one, into the market. But essentially, demand base is transforming the way that B2B companies go to market. Um, you know, we've all been the target of B2B sales and marketing. And sometimes it's not always pretty. And I'd say more often than not, that process is broken um, because there's fragments of data everywhere. And this causes uh, sales and marketing teams to send out irrelevant emails, ads and offers. And it's really just spam and unwanted noise. And that's a terrible experience as a buyer. Just think about how many, you know, irrelevant emails that you get every day of people trying to sell you the latest and greatest uh, products. Um, and essentially, demand base helps you fix that. Um, and they help B2B companies spot opportunities earlier. We stop those spammy interactions and we align sales and marketing to really help drive buying teams forward. Um, and we do that by using AI to bring all of that data together to create that real account intelligence. And then we inject that intelligence into every step of the buyer's journey and make um, we make all of those interactions more relevant and more effective. Um, and that's what we call smarter go to market. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a quickly evolving uh, 
platform and uh things things happen fast in in the abm area as well yeah. so yeah super interesting to hear and uh, and i know there's a lot of things going on there but Today, you, you will actually share a little bit with us about an interesting survey that you and DemandBase have done the last, uh, last quarter here. And uh, I'm really interested to hear about the bit of the trends and so forth. But if we start out, what was it you were researching and uh, why was it conducted? Yeah, it's exciting because it was our first piece of dedicated research for the EMEA market. So that's always you know exciting to be involved in that. But essentially, you know, account-based strategies they've been around for a while now and I think over the years a lot of marketing and, and sales teams have really begun to realize that a hyper-targeted personalized approach yields much you know greater returns than that traditional spray and pray um, approach but we really wanted to understand you know is that true everywhere so at demand base we wanted to get that better understanding of how strategies actually differ across Europe you know if there are there any differences in account-based strategies between certain regions who's taking the lead um, and who's got some catching up to do. So we teamed up with a company called B2B Marketing and we spoke with 10 senior sales and marketing leaders based in the UK, Germany and Benelux region to, re to really get a pulse check on account-based marketing strategies in Europe. So to understand, like, let's see, a, get a snapshot of where they're currently at and to find out what the world of account-based strategy really looks like. Mm. So interesting. So uh, did you cover many countries or, or was it focused on a specific region or was it the whole Europe or how did your <laughs> sample look yeah, like? Yeah, so our sample, because it was it was 10 sales and marketing leaders because we didn't, you know, we just wanted to get that kind of a pulse check. So mm -hmm. it was a smaller survey, but it covered um, those sales and marketing leaders were based across the UK, Germany and the Benelux region. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, and and uh, you surveyed different trends and so forth. So, if we start from the top, there, what were the major trends or insights that you found in the data? Yeah, so there was quite a lot of things, and it's probably not anything too um, sort of surprising to hear. But I think there's a couple of things that really stood out for us, and that was again, as we talk about in any ABM or account based strategy it's that importance of both sales and marketing teams working with the same data so both being able to see the exact same information and from that being able to plan and act accordingly but sadly you know this isn't reality for most companies and this was one of the key things that came out of the research that we found that many of those that we interviewed actually have data silos and this fragmented view of an account and that just doesn't tell you anything as a as a sales or, or marketing um leader and and what happens um when there is that situation is that this can limit the effectiveness effectiveness of both marketing and sales so rather than pooling resources and intelligence together both parties are effectively rowing against each other which often leads to this fragmented go-to-market approach um, so in those interviews that we did conduct you know it was really clear that getting that single source of truth when it comes to data is a really key way to ensure your organization is optimally aligned to targeting your customers and prospects. Um, you know, you can obviously still do this by operating in data silos, but it just becomes a lot more difficult. You know, you might be leaving money and budgets on the, um, on the table through unoptimized processes. Um, and obviously, you know, if you're still doing that, it's gonna be creating more work for yourself and sales, and you're relying a lot more on, on manual processes. Mm. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, well, it's it's a bit surprising to to hear that it's still a struggle for many companies to to have a single source of truth and and get everything uh, from a data perspective in line. But of course, it's it's very complicated to get that. But it's uh, it's still a struggle. Then it's it is. It's, yeah. it's one of those things. I think it sounds like a simple fix, and it's like yeah. oh, they pull everything together. And there, you know, there's definitely technologies out there to help you um, to do that. But I think there's other depending on the size of an organization of your, especially enterprise size organizations, if you've made lots of acquisitions and there's legacy systems and, you know, it's easy to understand how this can happen and why companies are in that situation. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely more common than, than what, than what you would think. Yeah. As long as we see the merchant acquisition trends, which is really active or at least have been over the last two years. Yeah. I, I can understand that uh, <laughs> there's a lot of integration to do. Yeah. And and from a, from a more campaign or or you know tactical use of ABM, have you seen any changes or adoption trends around ABM to new areas or new ways of working in order to to address accounts? Did you ask anything around that? So one of the things that we wanted to understand, and it, this in part answers that question, is how the pandemic actually changed ABM. Um, and I think it's probably no surprise to hear that many companies were having to, you know, rebuild their marketing mix to include account-based strategies on a more efficient scale. And everybody had to change and, and pivot their strategies. So, you know, they needed to be more targeted in their approach to be able to identify those accounts that are in market and make sure that their campaigns are more targeted so that they're reaching the right buyers with the right message at the right time. Um, you know, marketing or, or sales team, any any customer facing team, we know nobody can afford to to spend any time, budget or resources, just marketing or trying to sell to the wrong accounts. So I think that was a key thing. It's like, right, we really need to try and scale out what we've been doing from an ABM perspective already. Or we need to adopt more of an ABM approach to make sure that our focus is just on those accounts that are in market. So that was, I suppose, one key sort of um, trend that we saw. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. Did you see how they succeeded trying to adjust their strategies or being more, you know, to the point or being more effective? Or was there any best practices that came along in the study that was especially uh, successful or uh, popular or something like that? Yeah, so I think it's just, um, you know, people didn't kind of share like results of what they were doing. It was just in their experience, like when they have, um, you know, that one view of accounts. Um, it just makes things a lot easier because they can actually as one, one team of their, you know, they're bringing their sales and marketing team together. They're focusing their efforts on the right accounts that are in market. So teams that are um, or companies that are able to leverage things like intent data and getting that engagement on um, the, you know, people that are make up that buying committee in the account just to see, you know, are they actually in market? We've got this target account list. Are they the right accounts? Um, being able to see that information has really helped them focus on it because it's only something like 3% of your target account list are ever in market at one time. So, you know, using, using technology to really give you that insight is really going to help you focus on these are the right accounts that you want to be going after right now. Yeah, okay. Interesting. So fantastic to see that working as well. Did, did you see any geographical differences around Germany, Benelux and UK and how they work with ABM or have different challenges or so? Yeah, there was a few actually. So, and the opinions differed a little bit depending on who we spoke to. So according to 
some of our survey responses, some thought that actually Germany did languish behind some English speaking countries when it comes to account based maturity. Mm. And the, their reason behind that was that they thought um, it was often due to the reluctance to be to be the first to try something new. Mm. But then at the other end of the spectrum, other survey respondents actually think that the maturity difference between the UK and Germany is has become quite negligible, at least compared to five years ago. I think, you know, going back five years, the gap was a lot bigger. That has closed considerably now, and it's essentially at the same level. So I think, you know, it depends on um, what organisation that you're working for, what, what you're kind of seeing in the market as well. Of course, it differs, it differs from organisation to organisation and, and country to country. But I think, you know, like many regions, it is a really mixed landscape. So, you know, some organisations have only just adopted an account-based approach, while others have been practising it for five years or more. Um, another regional difference that was highlighted is that there are many different interpretations of what account-based strategies actually look like. Um, and one major challenge of that is obviously, you know, bringing everybody together onto the same page and defining those ground rules. Um, we also found another key finding is that the US market is definitely the most mature um, when it comes to account-based strategies. And then that's followed by the UK and then regions like Germany, Benelux um, and Scandinavia. But I think an often um, sort of overlooked aspect that contributes towards the maturity of the region is the people that make up that market. And I think because regions like the UK and the US have been practicing account-based methods for more years than compared to like Germany and the Benelux region, they're naturally going to have, you know, more experts in that area and more talent. Um, what we did find was that the Benelux region actually represents a really strong area for growth and performance marketing when it comes to um, B2B, but not so much for account-based strategy. So they're trying slightly different things. Um, but I think one sort of key opinion is that the ABM maturity of a country really goes along with the level of technology maturity available in that region. And as we know, like most of these tools are built in the US and the UK. So yeah, that was some of the key sort of country differences that we found. Mm, interesting. Did you see any uh, insights from adoption standpoint, which organizations or departments that is more and more adopting ABM and, and sophisticated ABM tools, similar to demand base and, and the category of software solutions we have in, in support to ABM. But typically when we see new technology come out, it's often more expensive. The big companies buy them and uh, they hire a bunch of people to support in that process. And after a few years, they ripple down to the more uh, SME companies and so forth. Where do you see ABM from a process perspective and the tool perspective uh, being on that adoption scale? Is it still too early for small and mid-sized companies to adopt it or do you no, see that actually? I see that increasing definitely. So I've, I've been at Demandbase six years, as I mentioned earlier, and I've seen definitely when I first came on board, it was a lot more enterprise size organizations. We're seeing a lot more mid-market and actually we have a, a separate offering for enterprise and mid-market mid and separate sales teams within our own organization. So we definitely see that adoption more of um, from like enterprise size and I've definitely seen more mid-market and now smaller like startup um, companies where they've got, you know, um, high levels of growth and um, they're getting, you know, several rounds of funding. They're looking to really scale up their growth and um, go to market in a, in a quicker way and, you um, 
uh, we're seeing a lot more of those types of organizations really starting to adopt it as well. Some of those more like disruptor type brands. I think from an industry perspective, we see um, things like the uh, software industry definitely would be more um, that the adoption within that industry is a lot higher. Um, tech, telco as well was another key one for us, manufacturing and financial services. So these are typically the injuries that industries that we see have high adoption, but we're definitely seeing that shift in terms of company size, mm -hmm. because I think it, it's all about um, this, you know, turning the, being able to kind of turn the lights on and say like, where do we prioritize our efforts? And that is a key challenge for any, like um, any salesperson, anybody within a marketing role. Because as I said, you know, people don't have the time, um, they I can't afford to waste their time or, or budget focusing on the, you know, the wrong accounts. Um, so being able to get that insight, and I think that's true for, you know, any organization um, that's out there. Do you work as a sales, marketing or channel manager and would like to generate great leads to your B2B tech company? Then we are here for you. By creating a qualified sales pipeline and strengthen your position in the tech industry, we help you grow. Depending on your needs, we use effective strategies like inbound marketing, telemarketing, account-based marketing, and paid media. Get more information on brightvision.com. So interesting. So even for scale-ups or startups or, or mid-market companies that still have an urge to accelerate the go-to-market uh, process, so to say. Yeah. It's absolutely. definitely well worth the investment in, in ABM process and ABM tools. <laughs> that's good to know for everybody in that space. <laughs> in the research, did you see any trends coming up or things around the corner where you think ABM or the process around account-based sales and marketing will evolve in the coming year or two? Yeah, we did. So what we're starting to see more of is companies taking an ABX approach. So it's another three letter analogy because, you know, we don't have enough of those in B2B. <laughs> um, so account based experience is basically what we mean by ABX. Um, and that's really taking all of the best um, elements of an ABM approach and all of the best elements of a um, customer experience. And this is really a go-to-market strategy. Um, so it's not a standalone campaign or a tactic. This is fundamentally how um, organizations go to market. And it uses data and insights to orchestrate those relevant and trusted marketing and sales actions throughout that B2B customer lifecycle. Um, you know, as I said before, most importantly, it is a, a fundamental go-to-market strategy data and insights is becoming really key. So being able to get all of that account intelligence using research and AI to help you identify when and who to engage, um, when and how to engage with your accounts and what to say to them is really key as well. Um, you know, being able to kind of map your content to like each of those different stages within the, the buyer's journey. That's something that we're, that we do ourselves as a marketing team at DemandBase and we're seeing so, um, so much better engagement that way and being really segmented with our accounts and how we message to them and the type of messages that we that we're sending to them based on the um what sort of account tier that they're in where they are in the buying journey and if they're showing any kind of intent for any type of our um, product solutions as well um, and that really helps your brand stay relevant and trusted because you're engaging with those buyers 
in a trusted way and on their own terms when they want to engage with you. And also within ABX, you see this orchestrated process between marketing, sales and all customer facing teams because you're using all of that insight and account intelligence throughout the customer journey to understand like this is how we should be engaging with these accounts. This is what they're really interested in. And these are the individuals that we need to be speaking to. And also it touches the full um, aspects of the, the full customer journey from that brand um, sort of first interaction with your brand to that post-sale expen expansion. Um, so I'd say, yeah, this kind of adoption of um, more companies taking a ABX is definitely a, a trend that we're seeing. And that's how account-based strategies are definitely evolving. Do you think we will stop talking about ABM and start talking about ABX for the next year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we definitely have, have started to see that um, for sure. I think, you know, account based it, it just depends in, in kind of what um, or where you are in terms of that maturity level as well. But I think definitely there's going to be more conversations of this is just a way to go to market. And I think ABX is definitely that next evolution of, of account based marketing. So we definitely, you know, it's here to stay for some time, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> everything account-based as, uh, as, as everything else. Yes. Interesting trends there. And uh, I suppose we just have to learn ABX as well then <laughs> <laughs> going forward. So for winding down here a little bit, becoming tactical for, for listeners now who are in the trenches as marketeers and CMOs in, in uh, mid-sized companies, you know, who are still not adopted the ABM uh, trend from, from a tool perspective. Hmm. What's your, what's your uh, advice there? Where, if they want to test out demand base or another solution, but, but you have a big suite of software tools and its modules and things like that, where should they start and where should you start the learning curve and, and how to interact with the demand base, for example? Yeah, so there's, there's lots of different um, resources that we have available. I think if, if somebody's new to um, an account, actually depending on their maturity, if you're new to account-based marketing, we run a, a foundations um, ABM course that's online, that's, that's available um, for people to, to use as a great resource to really educate themselves on the fundamentals of, of what an account-based strategy looks like. And we've got different levels depending on you know, their maturity right up until we've actually just released an ABX certification. Um, so people are starting to take that for ones that are a little bit more sort of further down the line and have been adopting ABM for some time. So I think the certification is definitely a great uh, resource to check out as well. Um, I would look at things like analyst reports as well, if you're perhaps considering technology purchases. Um, Gartner recently published um, their Magic Quadrant for account-based marketing platforms. Um, so check that out. There's also been a Forrester New Wave um, for account-based marketing platforms as well. So there's a few like analyst um, type reports. We have a ton of content around go-to-market best practices on our, um, on our website. So I'd say check out demandbase.com. Um, there's loads of educational materials um, that can really help. Um, so we've got podcasts, we've got loads of content on our website, we've got DBTV. Um, so it, it's in, it's available across lots of different um, formats for however you like to consume and, and learn. Oh, great. Well, I can definitely recommend the, the foundation course as, uh, as it is something we use at Bright Vision example. And it's free, as I understand it. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, awesome. So great. Go check it out, demandbase.com and uh, 
start um, educating yourself there on all the free resources. Well, thank you so much for your time, Leanne, and thanks for sharing the insights from this uh, very interesting report. Is it possible to download that report in its full for people who want to dive more into the details? Yes, we can make sure that we we share the link out. It's on demandbase.com, um, but we can um, we'll, we'll add the the details um, for people yeah. listening to the podcast of where they need to find it. Definitely. So just check out the show notes, and you'll find the link to the report there. Well, looking forward to our uh, um, joint uh, joint event here in a few weeks' time, Leanne, with uh, Demand Mason Brightishan, and uh, we will continue talking about ABM or ABX, maybe even more. <laughs> yeah, great, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening to Lead Generation Strategies for B two B tech companies. Don't forget to subscribe. You will find it where podcasts live. Discover how we can help you with your lead generation activities at brightvision.com.